1: Coming up on this episode of Legal Maneuvers with Ray Giudice, we're going to discuss the black box. And if you don't know what that is, it is the event data recorder. That probably doesn't tell you what it is either. But when we get back, we will tell you what it is and why you need to be concerned about it. And if you want to get a head start, it involves Tiger Woods, one of the biggest athletes in all of sports. It's next on Legal Maneuvers with Ray Giudice.
0: Spring is here and baseball is back.
1: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Welcome to the second episode of Legal Maneuvers with Ray Giudice. My name is Tug Cowart. Ray, what's going on with you today? Hey, man.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Made it through another week. I wanted to ask you specifically about... Tiger Woods accident. He had an accident, and everybody knows about it. He was driving a really nice SUV, and it was about a $60,000 SUV, but it wasn't his. It was a loaner from the, the, the PGA, and it's one of the Genesis, the Hyundai Genesis. So it's an incredible truck. He has a terrible accident in it. In the beginning, the police officers at the Sheriff's Department out in L.A., they basically said it was an accident. That's all it is. And then they changed their mind. They wanted access to the event data recorder. And if you don't know what that is, you probably should listen up because your car has one, too. Since 2018, May of 2018, every car, pretty much every car in the United States has what is called an event data recorder, otherwise known as the black box. Kind of like an airplane. You're thinking, my car doesn't have this. How could it have this? I don't know anything about this. I didn't know about it either until I learned about Tiger Woods and the fact that, Ray, the police department, the sheriff's department in L.A. wanted to be able to access this black box to figure out if Tiger had done something wrong.
2: Absolutely. So initially, we have a one-vehicle accident with basically no explanation of how this happened. How did a professional athlete, 40 years old, good eyesight, amazing reflexes, right? How did he just drive this brand-new, the art 60 $60-something-thousand-dollar vehicle off the cliff? Hmm. What what, what happened? Maybe a tire blew out. Uh, Maybe there's bad road design or an animal ran in front of him. So let's try to figure this out. And initially – The initial officer said, well, there's no evidence of alcohol or drugs or any nefarious bad behavior, so there won't be anything that come out of that. And I think that's probably accurate because you're going to have EMTs that had him on the slant board and get him into the ambulance. And if they smell alcohol or have evidence of drugs, they've got to report it to the medical professionals, Mm -hmm. right? Because he went into emergency surgery and they have at the hospital need to know, hey, this guy got alcohol or drugs in him so we can deal with that. So I think that's off the table. There's no evidence of that. But what somebody said is, wait a second, this just doesn't make sense. Do we have an excessive speed situation? Do we have a distracted driver situation? Let's find out what we can find out, and lo and behold, they've gotten a search warrant, when I say they, I mean law enforcement, Mm -hmm. from a judge and says, hey, we want to download This data recording device, as you say, it's analogous to the old black boxes. Every time there was a major airline crash, and thank goodness there's not that many of those anymore, the first thing they try to find from the wreckage is the black box data. And that tells us what the pilot was doing. What was the airspeed? The engines, did one of them go out? Well, as computers, which, you know, 30 years ago used to fill a room— now you've got enough computing power on a chip that's the size of a dime to send people back and forth to Mars.
1: Yeah, that's right. We can
2: put these things in a car and they can record 30 plus different reactions of a vehicle for about 20 seconds prior to impact. It's sort of a revolving loop. And I'm sure if it could be done with two chips, they could go 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. But but what it's going to look for is the speed of the vehicle, deceleration, braking. Did he have his seatbelt engaged? Did the seatbelt work? You know, that's- that's, Absolutely. Mr. Woods may have a complain, hey, I put my seatbelt on and looks like the black box says it didn't do its job. So there's going to be a lot of information that's going to come out. What do I think where we're going? Well, I'm not so sure. I think the worst case scenario for Mr. Woods is, would be a misdemeanor, what's called a reckless driving charge or an excessive speed charge leaving the roadway. And I don't mean to be facetious, no, but I that's that's a, that's a charge under the code, loss of control. And if you think about it, Thank God there wasn't a passenger. Right. Or passengers, because mm-hmm. I believe this vehicle seats or another, eight. <laughs> right, or
1: another car involved.
2: Coming the other way. Or another car that overreacts trying to avoid what they mm-hmm. think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or somebody, bicycle riders on the side of the road. There's so mm-hmm. many things that could that have happened we you can jump up happen. in bed and say, oh my God, You know. Yeah. thank God yeah. thank God it didn't. So I think that's where we're going. Now, of course, they need a search warrant. Law enforcement, there was nothing obvious as to why this occurred. So they had to come up with what's called probable cause and go in front of a, I'll just say a magistrate judge. I'm not sure which judge in the state of California would have issued what level, but a a judge of enough authority to hear the detective's theory of the case, why they want this evidence. It's not a fishing expedition. So let's make sure everyone understands that if you or I are involved in a minor fender bender tonight leaving the studio, Law enforcement is not going to get a subpoena to get our black box. Mm -hmm. They may charge us with following too close if we were ended a vehicle or striking a fixed object if we hit a pole. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean they're going to undo the technology to see what else they might put on us, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. Now, in auto accident cases, okay, we live in Atlanta and there's wrecks all day every day. So many of them. You know, you get up in the morning and you turn on the local news just to see what your day is going to be like that's traveling. Right. And it's like right. you know, I-85 is shut down all five lanes and there's a tractor trailer. We've got cattle running up and yeah, down right. highway,
1: you, know. you say that in jest. I think that's happened before. It has happened. <laughs> I remember a zebra, zebra, zebra. up specifically.
2: <laughs> on I-20. So it's crazy. And increasingly in automobile wreck cases, tractor trailer wreck cases, if there's litigation, a lawsuit for injuries or damages – The black box information and technology is part of that lawsuit. Now, you don't need a search warrant there, okay? That's a lawsuit. I've sued you and there was so much damage to the rear of my car in a 35 mile an hour zone my lawyer wants to prove that you were exceeding the speed limit by a lot and we're going to try to get that black box in addition to other things you know we're going to look at the tires and your brakes and all that stuff but we don't need a search warrant to do that in the civil world because it's not a criminal case we're Mm -hmm. not putting you on trial and jeopardizing your constitutional rights but in a criminal case and even a traffic reckless driving is technically a criminal case law enforcement needed to obtain a search warrant.
1: Automatically makes you think something sinister, though. But because look, Tiger has a history of making some poor decisions
2: involving vehicles. Specifically, <laughs> there is a history, and of wives that. too. But yeah, that's right. a different story altogether, right? Uh, yes, and it it shouldn't. He is entitled to the total presumption of innocence. Of okay? course, he has not been charged or accused with any violation or any crime. However, the circumstances do give rise to a rational, reasonable person to say, "Well, but for." an act of either negligence or negligence that can arise to traffic criminal history. So again, I mm. want to be cautious. About of course. That. He wasn't fleeing a burglary no, or anything right. like that. But the issue becomes, um, in Georgia, we have a, a super speeder charge. So if you're 25 miles an hour or greater over the posted limit, you're not only charged with speeding, but there's an extra level of punishment by the state patrol called super speeder. Well, that's a crime. You don't want that on your insurance and your criminal history. And your of course, your driving history. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think Mr. Wood's already has counsel, I'm sure. He's well advised to do so. And uh, now they may attack the search warrant. It doesn't mean that, that it's just because law enforcement raised the right hand and put the left hand on the, on the Bible and swore to the judge that they have good cause for this. And it doesn't mean the judge was right and doesn't mean it can't be attacked. If there wasn't probable cause for that warrant, anything that arises out of that search warrant can be suppressed going back to a very famous Supreme Court decision back in the, I think, 1920s. And I'm going to, I know I'll get somebody to get me wrong. It was either Justice Brandeis or Justice Frankfurter, who are, you know, legends of the law, described it as the fruit of the poisonous tree. So the, the tree being the, the subpoena or the search warrant and the fruit is the things that were the found information. from it. That's right. So an improper, you know, we see cases get thrown out and people say, well, I was a drug dealer and he had 50 kilos of heroin in the trunk of his car. And the judge said that the officer didn't have the right to search the car. Well, sometimes they don't have the right to search the car. You can't just do, well, I got a hankering. I got a funny feeling about this. I have a suspicion. That's not enough. Right. Probable causes beyond that. But again, from the outside world for the layperson, you're saying, well, why would they go get a search warrant? if There isn't something there, you yeah. Know? And that's that's kind of not fair to Tiger.
1: You're right; it's not. But in the world that we live in,
2: there's not fair.
1: There's no there's no such <laughs> thing as fair. And unfortunately, these days it seems more like guilty until proven innocent. Or at least in the court of public opinion.
2: I don't think there's anything better stated by you. I mean, you're absolutely right. And of course, we lawyers who represent people accused of things, whether in the civil world, you accuse you know, fraud or you know bad dealing in a in a contract case or something like that, or in a criminal world. World. Uh really, even though the Lady Justice and the Constitution requires the presumption of innocence, it is difficult. We're constantly in a position of proving ourselves innocent. And that's not really how it's supposed to work. About two weeks ago, an absolute legal giant uh, in Georgia died, uh, Mr. Bobby Lee Cook. And mm-hmm. Mr. Cook was an absolute legend. I believe he was in well into his 90s. I was fortunate enough as a young law student at Emory University back in the 80s to have sat through several lectures that he was kind enough to come over and he did it for almost every law school or big law firm. And legend is that he is the model for Matlock. No, oh, wow. Old TV series yeah, are, with, with Andy, Andy Griffith. Yep. Right? yep, seersucker suits and country sayings. And, you know, the rumor was if Bobby Lee Cook represented you jurors would say oh man that boy must have done something <laughs> wrong because <laughs> you didn't need bobby lee cook if you were really innocent right. yeah. Got <laughs> that's you. not fair gotcha. but uh, that sort of shows that you know as a lawyer sometimes you have to be understated you know in what you wear and how you present a case to a judge and a jury to say, hey, wait a second! Now we're just we're just the little guy here. This is the the government that's taking out these charges. Uh, I do some federal criminal cases, and uh, it takes a pretty tough cat to see a federal indictment. You know what it says on a federal indictment? Nah, uh, don't. It says the United States oh, of yeah. America versus, versus you. you. Right, okay, yeah. I guess. I and know. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the same folks that got Al Capone, Osama Bin Laden, mm-hmm. and all you know. The United
1: States—that's yeah, <laughs> okay. the—that's the big fish.
2: When they get themselves organized, they can—they they can, can do, do some pretty they, they can pre-sum. get you. So, yeah. imagine you—here you are, your private counsel, and you know you go to the defense table with your legal pad and a pencil and your client, and on the other side is the United States of America and all their resources and wiretaps and satellites and every federal agent is a special agent, you know. One of the things about federal cases, if you get a FBI agent, for example, as the lead prosecuting witness for the government, and then you cross-examine him or her about their credentials, and this is sort of what it sounds like. Well, I graduated Harvard with an undergraduate degree in political science in 1987. I then went to Dartmouth. I have a Ph.D. in biochemistry. I went to the London School of Economics for two summers.
1: Yeah, tough um, to challenge, yeah. or at least no way, it seems like no, it would
2: be. Yeah, I was 82nd Airborne. I'm a yeah. sharpshooter. Yeah. I speak seven languages. Yeah. And, you're yeah. like, and so you don't know what you're <laughs> talking about, do you? Well, yeah. you know, yeah. exactly so like, right. It's all over. Goodness all gracious,
1: over. except for the crime.
2: Going back to Herbert Hoover, who was the FBI director from what? From Franklin Delano Roosevelt, I believe, at least through the Kennedy administration and into the Johnson administration. Initially, to be an FBI agent, you had to either have a law degree or an MBA. You were not allowed to be an FBI agent without those qualifications wow. Now, maybe you could be working on them while you were there. And almost everybody had law enforcement, when I say that, police officer or military experience. And they still are so well qualified. They've just mm-hmm. All they've done is over the years is broaden out the different levels of qualifications. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I don't mean to be wrong, but there may not be a lot of women who want to be FBI agents who get the opportunity to be in the 82nd Airborne. So that's right. not fair. But, you know, right. they, they've got other amazing credentials and right. as but what we need to do to protect this country changes about languages and things like oh that gosh. sure yeah. Sure. there's different it's, skill sets
1: absolutely there is going back to the black box with tiger's wreck it leads me to think about how that affects us mm-hmm. on a daily basis mm-hmm. my truck is an old gmc sierra quad cab 1500 you know nothing super special but it's a 2018 so that means according to forbes that i've got a black box in there what happens ray if my insurance company decides, you know what, we're going to try to crack open that black box and we're going to raise up your insurance. We are
2: going into a strange new world. Okay. So let's, let's give a couple different hypotheticals. Let's take you and your truck and your mind and your own business. But attention, you know, you get your attention distracted, you're fiddling with the radio or God forbid texting, and you cause a wreck that leads to a fatality of another individual. Okay. Now, so you've got two different cases coming out of this. Now you've got a criminal charge probably a misdemeanor vehicle homicide meaning there was no intent intent or alcohol or fleeing an accident something like that just negligence but it's criminal negligence now can the prosecutor's office and law enforcement get a subpoena just like they've when i say subpoena i mean a search warrant just like in tiger's case Yes, they can. Can your insurance company or the plaintiff's lawyer, now, you know, the poor decedent, he or she has passed away, but you can bet their family is going to hire a good lawyer for what's called a wrongful death, plaintiff's personal injury case. They're going to sue you. Your insurance company is going to hire lawyers. And the technology inside that recording device, that black box in your truck is going to be exhibit A for some one side or the other. Okay, And sometimes there's mixed information. You may have been going within the speed limit, but you had a brake failure. Uh, you may have been going within the speed limit and something else happened. Maybe you know. your
1: speedometer is not operating correctly.
2: Absolutely. So, you know, they, this creates more work for we lawyers and more things to contest. Now, where you're going as well can the insurance companies, as a condition of you purchasing automobile insurance from them, they're not required to sell it to you, Tug, private companies, right? And they would say, sure. In fact, we've got a special deal for you. So let's start off with this simple one where they give you a little love. You let us put this little thing, this little monitor, on your vehicle or on your cell phone, so it, when you're moving with your phone in your right. car, we can. My, the parents, that's out there for you Absolutely. and your kids. By the Life, way, Life
1: three sixty. My wife uses it, and my son accuses her of stalking him all the time. <laughs> We're like, you're sixteen, buddy. We yeah. we pay for your car, we pay for your insurance. We're going to do whatever. It our
2: takes. names on the title, blood. That's exactly right. But there's a good pair of sneakers upstairs if you want to that's walk. Right. You know?
1: Absolutely. There's a bicycle in the garage too. You pedal your way right. over. So
2: the insurance company makes you a deal, and uh, you're going to have a twenty percent. Decrease in rates. You're going to have this app or this tracker on your cars, and as long as you are going 54.9 in a 55 mile an hour zone, and you know there's appropriate amount of braking response, and your seatbelt is clicked, you're going to get that discount. But what if they play it the other way? If you violate all those rules, you're going 75 in a 55, not wearing your seatbelt, or just cancel you again. You don't have a right under the United States Constitution to, for all state to sell you a policy. Now, right. they've got to treat everybody equally. I of mean, there's course. kind of – there's some, some – So there's some nuance that. in there. Yeah, but- yeah. Why isn't that even here? I, I mean, I don't want that. But, you know, people ask me about, is my cholesterol high? I'm like, man, I drive too fast to be worried about my cholesterol. <laughs> okay, you know? So, I mean, we're all, so right. we live in Atlanta, and my right. dad comes up here to visit everyone. So he goes, what is wrong with you people? I said, Dad, this is a NASCAR testing ground, That's brother. Exactly we're all right. Bobby Allison and yeah. Carol Yarborough, or, A.J. Foyt.
1: <laughs> or, more recently, Ricky Bobby
2: <laughs> Ricky Bobby from,
1: right. the, from uh, Talladega Nights. Right. But so th- it just leads me to to wonder if that information, let's say you didn't, give your insurance company access to that. But let's say they're able to access it on a grand scale for all of their customers without permission. I would imagine that insurance companies would love to have that information on every single person that they cover.
2: They've already got the box in your car. Mm -hmm. What does it need? It needs a transponder or a recorder and something like it shoots a little beam up to the satellite and the satellite sends it back to Allstate up there in Illinois or State Farm or whoever it is. Right. I mean, the technology for this is was Without 10 years doubt. ago. I mean, now Without it's just cheaper. That's all. So now let's talk about tractor trailers. Got a little bit of experience in that. I've represented a number of drivers in some very serious wrecks. The tractor trailer companies are way ahead on this. Number one, they're trying to take out driver error and fatigue and 80,000 pounds of, of machine roaring down the highway. Even under the best of circumstances, it's a dangerous instrumentality. Well, they can monitor in live, real time the speed of the vehicle. They're not waiting for an accident to happen. That's being sent by signal of all the big corporate carriers. And you you know, you see the logos. Of course, Not yeah. the mom and pop maybe, yeah. but but the big ones. And they're monitoring those. They've probably got air traffic controllers, the equivalent thereof, and say, Hey, wait a second. Old Tug is hauling that load of pork bellies through arkansas at 93 and a 65 we need to get old tuck to pull over okay right. and you know measuring the amount of time the drivers on the road it used to be the way stations man I mean, there's all these country western songs about yeah. how i'm gonna get past yeah. the scales yeah. you know Absolutely. i'm gonna get around the scales Six days on the road and
1: i'm gonna am it <laughs> it's home it's a fantastic no. song it's been
2: covered by so many people yeah like,
1: saw your brown most recently in uh in the 90s
2: six days on the road but so that's gone man they don't need to, they don't need they can weigh the thing from outer space we're taking some of the fun out of it, but we're we're making hopefully society a little safer. And also keep in mind now, so let's take this, let's go swing back to Tiger. Now we get the black box. And it turns out Tiger was doing everything right, but this automobile had a defect or there's a road defect. Now they probably have, have worked that out. Okay. So, but if there's no speeding, appropriate braking, he's got his seatbelt on, then he's not going to have a charge and they're going to have to figure something out. Now there is some rumor that this stripper roadway has had a number of accidents. Now, in,
1: in the, in the, a flaw in the design,
2: or there's a lot of folks that like to go fast on this piece of road. Okay, come on now. We're all... I see you know, where you're If going. I remember if you, you and me were both 17, 18-year-old yeah. boys when there was that strip, you know, that you could either take the turn wide and see how... or the exit ramp and see how fast... Come on.
1: Mine was Wendell Street in Dalton, <laughs> Georgia, and it was the back exit of Southeast Whitfield High School. There was a little hump in the road. If you went over it pretty fast, you could get your tummy. If you went over <laughs> it really fast, you could feel the truck lift up a and little bit.
2: And I'm not accusing Mr. Tiger Woods of doing anything anything uh, that a teenager would do but you know what he's a man that i believe i think I'm, i bet i'm right on this he likes a little thrill in his life yes sir he likes a challenge that's right that's why he's great that's exactly right. that's why he's great but that may also be his undoing in this case yeah so which we'll would find be out.
1: which would be crazy i just can't imagine i you know the biggest thing for me is insurance company getting this information being able to get this information without permission to get it and i have to think that they've
2: m- got your permission you signed the contract. Yeah,
1: right, right. If that's the case, right. You bought exactly. the
2: policy. It's right there. Or maybe, it may be page 75 in the fine and print. That's right.
1: But, but it's, it's in gonna, there,
2: and, and it's been specked by lawyers and double checked, and yeah. somebody will little litigate over it, and the court will say, "Well, it's right there in the contract. You didn't read it, but your initials." You ever go to a closing of your home? Yes. Did you read every page? Did you no. put your initials on the bottom? Mm. My
1: loan officer was just like, "Ah, you know, it's just on yeah.
2: here." It is just about clear title. Don't worry about yeah, it. If, yeah. we, if we find some ancestral yeah, do, do, bones do, 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 do. on it, it's not a problem. Yeah. The zoning, yeah. it's fine. Zoning's fine. Don't yeah. worry about. It. I checked into that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. There's yeah. no toxic waste in our check. Okay. Just sign, 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 sign. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you do
1: when you're done. You got a new house, and you're all
2: happy. And then one day. <laughs> and then one day, you're, all of a sudden, you're not half anymore. Well.
1: I was reading through, uh, and like I said, I got a lot of this from Forbes magazine, that uh, black boxes in cars have been around since the 90s, but were mainly used by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The last few years, local police been using them in criminal investigations, which is kind of what we're talking about here. But one that was of note, according to Forbes, was uh, here in Georgia, a guy named Victor Mobley. He was driving 97 miles per hour in a 45 zone crash, killed two people. He was charged with the two counts of vehicular homicide, found guilty on both. And this is going to be something so normal. I think the key ingredient for me was I had no idea until back on February 22nd, 23rd, when Tiger's wreck happened and they started talking about the black box in the car, that a black box even existed in a car. Well, I think
2: if you asked 100 random people, most of them would say no, or they'd mm-hmm. say, no, oh, not my little car. I've got mm-hmm. a, you know, bottom, I don't have a big old fancy mm-hmm. $90,000 German car that, that I would expect that technology to be mm-hmm. in. It is so inexpensive, and it is so state-of-the-art that the companies are going to put it in there, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And I believe that in multiple states, including the state of California, that a purchase agreement or a lease agreement has to have that language in there for the purchaser or the, or the lessor that I know there's a box in here. All right. Well, let me give you this one. Let me throw this curveball at you.
1: You're listening to Legal Maneuvers with Ray Giudice. My name is Tug Cowart. I want to throw this curveball at you. What if… I'm a smart guy, and I know a little bit about cars, and I'm not talking about me. This is the hypothetical me. And I'm able to go out there and locate where that black box is, and I go, you know what? I don't really think I want the insurance company or anybody tracking me with that. It's my car. I'm going to disable it. Am I at fault there? Am I am I doing anything wrong, or is it my car and I'm able to do that? Well, let's
2: break down fault. I don't think there's any criminal law that would require that to stay on your vehicle. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the state of Georgia, I don't think, could prosecute you on that. I'm not aware of a, of a law on that. Doesn't mean some states like California that are quote unquote progressive Mm -hmm. may not have done that. (laughs) Okay. In an effort to further stifle civil liberties. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Now, the more complicated relationship is that with your insurance company. Mm -hmm. I think they can cancel you. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the language of the policy. There's what's called a quote unquote cooperation clause in every insurance policy which means you get into a wreck you're supposed to call your carrier you're supposed to tell them what happened you're supposed to is supposed to assist your own carrier in the defense of any claims that come forward so they can assess it. So they don't get hit with a lawsuit on one year and 363 days later in the two year statute of limitations say, Hey, what, what the heck happened back there on Marbury road almost two years ago that you didn't mention to us mm-hmm. that we could have sent out our road inspectors. You know, they changed the road three times and we could have sent out someone for witnesses who we can't find anymore. We may reserve, it's called a reservation of rights. insurance company says we may not defend you on this one Mm -hmm. because you didn't help us when you were supposed to yeah well if you disable the black box you may be not assisting your own insurance company you and I are both shocked to know that it's only the last three or four years that every car pretty much has this in it. Right. We, we probably would have said, yeah, of course, the Bentleys have it yeah. and all well, that.
1: Well, which is strangely enough, I've read that it's the actually the really high-end European cars
2: that don't have them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that, but no. that's, that's fascinating. Because
1: it's the exact opposite. You would think the Bentley would be one. Right. But it's actually the, the Well, opposite. there
2: may also be a demographic evaluation of who drives more carefully. Could be. And Could <laughs> be.
1: You yeah. know, $375,000 Rolls-Royce.
2: There's a reason 18-year-old to 25-year-old men are the, the highest-rated for insurance premiums why is Mm -hmm. that because we were knuckleheads okay we drove too fast no matter what we were driving some
1: of still are yeah
2: and and the 73 year old orthopedic surgeon who's finally got that beautiful bentley she is driving she's styling and profiling in that thing she's not speeding Mm -mm. she wants everybody everybody to see it it. (laughs) you know in motorcycle wrecks and i know this will this will irritate some people it's never almost never the harley Davidson guys Mm -mm. that are speeding or in a wreck you know why they're middle-aged. They've got the bike of their dreams. They're going nice and slow, man. They <laughs> yeah. want
1: to take a look. <laughs> big old fat boy, got the big pipes on there. Yeah. It's always the, the Japanese
2: racing bikes. The that, racing and bikes. some 19-year-old yeah. kid is on 400 going 155 miles an hour. Yeah. And, of course, they wind up as a as what we call them in our industry, a moto donor. Yes. Two no kidneys. I, mm. My wife had two beautiful daughters. And when they were young, a motorcycle would zip past us. I, I taught them to say, that there goes two kidneys, eight mm-hmm. pints of blood, That's bone right. marrow. Mm-hmm. and there's always some little girl holding on on the back for dear life with, with the cheap helmet the, yeah. the driver's got the good helmet yeah. and, the, and the passenger's got the cheap the...
1: nowadays they got a gopro on there that way they can film their craziness well let's
2: talk about that
1: that's almost like a black box in and of itself
2: that's exactly right now a lot of them are doing that to show off and of put course. it on the on you know youtube or tiktok or whatever they're doing but you know what that may end up as evidence mm-hmm. against them in a case.
1: Almost like posting on social media has been uh-huh. used in court. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. What about like someone who puts a camera in the car mm-hmm. to be able to protect themselves? Like they want to show what's going on. It's the exact opposite of of disabling the black box. It's trying to give your insurance company or the police more information. You're
2: seeing that more and more. Just be careful. You're not the one who made the mistake. Yeah. Okay. And right. that that I don't find out when mm-hmm. I represent the other party mm-hmm. and I now subpoena your videotape and if i do that right i've sent a letter that says you must preserve it and if you destroy it the legal presumption is that it was harmful to your side of the case right okay so the law is kind of catching up to all these technological changes i think a lot of people don't Quite have a full understanding of that this is a sword that cuts two ways. It's mm. great when you're right and you have videotape evidence. It's awful when your own videotape <laughs>
1: <It's> <laughs>
2: <laughs> gets put as a, an exhibit sticker in the other side's case and yeah. you, you really can't say too much. Final
1: thought on that is the kid that's putting all this stuff from his, you know, he's, he's on a crotch rocket motorcycle and he's doing 150 miles an hour, you know, and police don't even chase him anymore because it's too dangerous to do that. Let's say you post something like that on the internet and somebody's just combing through and be like, and it's maybe the office that couldn't pursue you all of a sudden. I think he's going to go get a, a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. At least try. It just seems like an awful, crazy thing to do. It's, I mean, you know, I guess it's no different... Maybe slightly different, but the same concept is if, you know, my family's on vacation. It's almost like saying, come, come break us. in yeah, yeah, my yeah. house because I'm not
2: home. And we put the German Shepherds up at the boarding house so That's there's exactly nobody right. here. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. And we've turned off the alarm. It's a fascinating conversation, you know, the black box, because like I said, I don't think most people knew that that existed prior to February 22nd or 23rd when Tiger Woods got involved in that accident. And we certainly wish him the best. He's one of the greatest golfers of all time. You can see the difference in the pga ratings on television and radio when tiger's playing and when tiger's not he's that fascinating of a character
2: the sundays with tiger and his red shirt mm. are some of the legendary no question yeah, i mean that's and we're baseball guys but i mean that's reggie jackson mm-hmm. in game seven mm-hmm. you know that's that's willis reed in game seven you know i'm an old school yeah, guy or but, Derek jeter too becoming right, mr november right secretariat coming around yes. at the Belmont. i mean he's a hundred years from now sports fans that's right we'll talk about the legend of tiger woods and the Sundays with the red jersey the red sweater on and what I love about the guy because I don't think he was quite charming and as a lot of maybe young superstar athletes can be or not be but he really has morphed into quite a, quite a, a likeable, sympathetic and likable yeah, guy I and agree. even if you don't like him personally if you do not admire his tenacity coming oh back gosh. from these back injuries yeah the rest of us would just say can I get that disability insurance sent mm-hmm. to the house I'm gonna mm-hmm. sl- I'm gonna lay in the backyard I, this is a bad injury but i wouldn't count him out even if it's just where I know that at the Masters, and I'm not a super big golf guy. But not me they, either. But. They let the legends of the game tee off to start the mm-hmm. – don't they do that? Yes, or, they do. And I can see maybe he and Jack Nicholas teeing off to start so the cool. Masters together and just two of the greatest. Two of the know, greatest together. of all time. And yeah. who, who apparently like each other very, very Fair much, much so my understanding.
1: Too. You've been listening to Legal Maneuvers with Ray Giudice. We appreciate you checking out the show. If you've got things that you want to ask Ray about, you can listen to Ray on 680 The Fan Friday mornings about Uh, 8 o'clock. You'll find him there on the front row, or you can just reach out to us here on social media. You can find Ray at Ray Judice, spelled R-A-Y G-I-U-D-I-C-E, or you can find me at Tug Cowart, T-U-G-C-O-W-A-R-T. You can find him on the web at RayGlaw.com. And Ray's famous for not having any of the hobbies but working. And when you call the number that Ray's about to give you, you'll get Ray. You won't get somebody else saying, oh, I'll get the message to Ray. Ray, what's the the cell phone number?
2: 404-964-4185 find us easily
1: at thepodcastpark.com and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Podcasts, but give us a rating and a review. We'd certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Legal Maneuvers with Ray Giudice. Thepodcastpark.com is
2: your home for the fan's entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Mad Atlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast, 2 hours of college football talk every day all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you you get your podcasts or stream
0: them free 24 7 at the podcastpark.com presented by associated credit union tonight in arkansas there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light a business owner is burning the midnight oil an at-home dinner date is plating up possibility and it's all happening under one roof how